Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app. Hello. But you didn't find us on video today because, boy, we are rough. We look like shit. We look like shit. We sound like shit. Meaning we had a great night. We had a fantastic day. <laughs> you sound like you've been... We both sound like we're smoking cigarettes all it's weekend. Yelling which is not yesterday. What we did. Yeah, yelling. yelling. It's yelling singing. Sunday. So we apologize for the way our voice sounded. But hey, we're giving you a show. So uh, Hi. accept it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we thought we'd do a little impromptu Poison Rana since we skipped doing one yesterday. Because we were at Forbidden Door here in our hometown. The Six, the Dot, Tarana. And we had one hell of a weekend, uh, all capping off with the Forbidden Door and Forbidden Poor in Toronto. So lots to talk about. But yeah, we are rough. Today is... Yeah. Um, I'm okay considering... I, mean, I That show yesterday, like, I mean, just right off the top was incredible. And yeah. I thought, like, we'd had, we'd had friends in town. Uh, we went to Collision the night before, which was a lot of fun. And there was definitely a point during that show where I thought... I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make it through this. Like we ha- we had some fun at the Forbidden Port beforehand and had mm-hmm. some bevies, and but that show was so good that it energized me and kept me going. Yeah, like, right through to the end. Uh, last two matches were a bit of a struggle, but wow! Like I, four hours just our section was great. We were pretty much just yelling the whole time. And then went along and yelled some karaoke a bit more. Yeah, that's why we have no voice uh, today, but. Yeah, right off the bat, AEW, New Japan, The Forbidden Door, 2023. I think easily the best show I've ever attended to live. And I, I think so. A lot of people walking out of that arena, you could just hear the same conversations while leaving. Everyone wow. just looking at each other. That was, that was incredible. the best thing I've ever seen. So, yeah, I think that was a, a common thought uh, amongst the fans leaving the Scotiabank Arena last night for Forbidden Door. And... and just in, just insane. Just like every match connected, every match had a crowd. Toronto was really alive and in, in, interacting with everything, and it felt super special. So uh, we'll we'll go through maybe some thoughts on the matches just briefly, but we do have to talk about the real main event, which is the Forbidden Poor, which it took months of hearing us talk about it, plugging this thing, plugging away, and. Uh, it finally happened. So you, me, John, and Way, we rented out the the real sports upstairs. They had this whole upstairs section, a kind of private room, and looked great. Had our logos flying around. The Way, yeah, Way created these visual boards that like played on the screens and stuff that had the teleport thing like spinning. It was it looked beautiful. It was just awesome. Uh, and then we had people show up. We had all our friends show up and. It was a it was an awesome thing. John and Wade did a whole podcast to to Q and A while people were hanging out and just drinking and chilling and chatting. It was just it was just a whole lot of fun. Then we did games. We had the games. Yeah, we we had a lot. We had a lot of prizes to give away. Oh yeah, um, I, I mean, I made a really mean trivia paper for people. <laughs> which, uh, shout out Daniel and Jonah who murdered it. They, yeah. they destroyed everyone. They got 28 out of 30, I believe. Yeah, you did some trivia, like fill in the blanks thing. You did like, a, what was one of the ones you Before made? Before and after as well. So You had one where it was like names combined and you had to try to guess it. Like Riddler's Riddles almost. Yeah, so it was like, uh, 
what was my favorite? Trio's champion that do death jitsu. Yeah, so Blackpool. Uh, sorry, House, House of, of Blackpool Black Combat, Combat, Combat Club. Uh, this IWGP women's champion played out Nakamura at WrestleMania 34. Willow. Mayu Iwatanina Strauss. <laughs> okay, that one's, a, that one's a stinker for sure, damn. And th- someone still got that one. And then this fucking guy that Ric Flair just had to fist bump after his last match manages Luchasaurus. Tr- Blake Christian Cage. Yeah. <laughs> Trey Baxter. Trey Baxter. Uh, yeah, so then uh, we had, you had those, and then we had like some random ones. Uh, I, we, had, we got a shout out. Uh, obviously, Centauri Whiskey for giving us a bunch of whiskey and some free Rainmakers to everyone. They're delightful. They're like pear whiskey. Yeah, this Japanese. Oh flower. man, it was it was so good. The Rainmaker. Shout out Centauri for relaxing times. But we got to shout out our boy Big Tom. Pure Fandom. Everybody, go follow our boy Big Tom on Instagram at Pure Fandom Shop because he's just got into like wrestling merch. We we go to this guy's house. He's one of our friends. He's got. A wrestling museum in his house and he's just obsessed with with wrestling memorabilia and he hooked us up with like i don't know how like a bunch of real authentic mexican lucha masks from like this guy who makes gear for wrestlers and he gave us and donated to this party like the iwgp replica title and so many other things that like went into this so we do got a shout out tom because absolutely one of the the best gimmick we're doing this and all in it right now i can tell you is the most fun thing when it was wrestling karaoke and people would sing a good song, I said I would do this on the show a week or two ago. Every time someone was murdering it, which everyone was, I went, I'm going to go over and give this guy a mask while like they're still singing. And like people are like, whoa, for me? And I was like, yeah, but you got to put it on right now. <laughs> There's this guy, I wish I got his name. Yeah, he sang Elton John, uh, Saturday, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. He was fantastic. He was one of the first guys up there to sing. He was awesome. But I've got this video yeah. of him in this oh, yeah. mask. We'll eventually post it. I want it like <laughs> I want it cut in with the collision opener <laughs> of just this guy in the mask. Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, someone please, we'll get the video. It's and so put it great. Together. He yeah. was so good. A girl went up um, and sung Limp Biscuit, but she was in an MJF shirt and MJF scarf. So yeah. we happened to have an MJF figure donated to us right. by Emmy Award-winning Rob McDonald. So exactly. we gave that away. Yeah, uh, was so everyone funny. was awesome. Every, everyone sung great. I thought. Yeah, everyone, everyone was killing it. Cino uh, doing John Cena had the place going. B Detroit did basic thugonomics and then was like, "Hey, do you want to do the second verse?" And I was like, "I don't really know that one that well." And then when I got up there, the lyrics for, like froze on the second verse, so I just started doing the first verse again. I was like, "I, I told you I can't do this," but the, then he switched. This, like, it's so good. Eric Marcotte has a beautiful voice on it. Yeah, uh, someone may or may not have put his name in there without him knowing. Classic karaoke yeah. shenanigans. and he, But then he answered the call. The Animal, Eric Marcotte doing I Walk Alone by Saliva. Getting the place to go. The guy in that, uh, the rock jersey. Oh, yeah. The AEW title, like, murdered Metalingus. Yeah, I mean, just think he about it. Like, great. so many people were like, wrestling karaoke? Like, this is, why isn't this not a thing before? Yeah. So people were waiting. Like, people were waiting. As wrestling fans, whether you're you're watching wrestling with your friends or you're watching alone at home, when there's a theme song that hits you, like you, it's your favorite, and this was your opportunity to finally like get it out of your system with people that would react to it. I feel as well, you know, like at the end of a karaoke night when "Don't Stop Believing" comes on, yeah, and everyone groans because you heard it all before, and then like 
you get halfway and then it's like, ah, it's yeah, a, good it's a good song though. I felt that with, I feel that with yeah. Judas. Yeah. The wrestling, yeah you know, yeah, as we, yeah. we kind of had Judas, uh, like semi closed the night. Yeah. Uh, well, we closed with it. our song. And though. then we closed with believe by share. Yeah. yeah, obviously no wrestling relation there. It's just a good song. <laughs> hot breath was amazing. Yeah. Shout out uh, hot DJ. breath. Uh, this DJ in Toronto, we go, we've talked about him before, but we go to karaoke around the city and he just knows how to party. So we knew that we had to hit up this guy to, to show up and he, did not disappoint. Absolute pro. So he pretty much said the same. It's like I know you guys know how to party. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wrestling karaoke. This like, sounds fun. Let's do it. Game respect game. He's like, you guys, you guys are pretty wild. I trust that you'll you know what you're doing. And then he was like, hey, this is pretty cool. And he's he's not much of a wrestling fan, but you tipped him off on like, here's a playlist of some songs people yeah. might be like wanting to do and you were pretty spot on of like all the songs yeah he made a sheet for us and everything yeah body so. slam jams is what well, he called body slam jams. <laughs> <laughs> he then uh we had because we had helpers who weren't going to the show we set it up in the in like the private room so yeah. we had forbidden door playing for yeah them. yeah and i look at his story this morning and it's he's clear he got in as like Omega and Osprey are just a killing each other bloody mess on the canvas. And then he's got this video of Danielson and Okada just trading forearms to la 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 <laughs> slow mo. La, la, la. <laughs> yeah. Not, he's like not he said he used to watch wrestling back in the day, but he's like, wow, this is this is nuts. This is crazy. These guys are beating the hell out of each other. Uh pretty pretty fun. Yeah. Wrestling karaoke. Uh then we had Earlier in the day, we had like the games. I mentioned we had the a IWGP replica title, and we put it on the line. Meaning, the BDE champion Fire Frank making his first international debut. He's never left the country until now. This is what he, the Forbidden Door was truly opened as the BDE champ Fire Frank showed up, and basically you create a scramble match for anyone in the crowd who wanted to enter this match, and then we hit him with a series of trivia questions. Uh, and there was like, what was it? The scramble meaning whoever was champion at so the last minute. So we had like six people and you keep on answering questions until you get one wrong and you move on to the next person. And at the end of the five minutes, whoever it's on will challenge Fire Frank. Yeah. And gotta say, Hansi put in a hell of a performance Ooh, in that scramble. Hansi. Got unlucky. Uh, but people, people tripping up as well. Come on yeah. guys. If I ask you, has John Pollock ever eaten a potato chip? What do you say? Someone said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the crowd, re- who, those, oh. who, those who knew reacted so, so good, yeah. Uh, and then, so you had the scramble match, and then the winner of that would go on to face Fire Frank one-on-one. Mm. And Andrew McDonald, who, long-time listener, shout out Andrew, who comes out to all our shows and stuff like that. I know he was hyped for Forbidden Door, and he came for the poor, and he made it to the finals there. He knows his stuff, too. He's pretty, he knows, like deep wrestling knowledge he was a worthy challenger like we've had him he always picks kind of quite niche shows for us to yeah. watch and he's been he's like remembers stuff like yeah. frank he he has a really good memory with it and, and the, it was just so funny because setting this up i was like we did a whole intro for frank you got you made a fire frank uh title reign t-shirt with his face on it 666 plus days as champ we get we did the whole Triple H Shawn Michaels you know <laughs> post it's like we we just give this guy just won the title kind of thing we did a whole title celebration I did an intro like from New York I forgot where he's from in New York so I just said New York City sorry Frank but the crowd is like reacting especially people who knows right 
And then, like, who, some people who know us, you know, brought a friend or a partner who, like, doesn't really know mm. what's going on. He's like, who the fuck is David and Brady and Fire Frank? I'm just here for wrestling, right? And I'm like, this guy is a wrestling encyclopedia. Like, this guy knows everything. So people were like, woo, yeah, okay, cool. By the time we got into the match between him and Andrew, going back and forth, you created trivia on title reigns and mm. who and who. The crowd started reacting because Frank was just... Sorry to say, was on fire. Like this guy well, is insane. Was, we started. He he had a little rough start. Which yeah, was surprising because we started with something I know he knows his championship yeah. reigns. So we started with uh, like the longest WWE WWF title reigns in history. Right. So, for instance, Frank would say Bruno, and then Andrew would say Bob, and then it would go back to Frank, who should say. Uh, Hulk and then Bruno again and then Rowan, Pedro, etc. Going, right. going in order. And Frank said for like the fourth longest title reign of all time, said CM Punk. Ooh. We were like, what? What? Roman. Roman's in this. He- and it was, but you know what? It was like Will Ospreay hitting the one-winged angel and Kenny kicking out <laughs> on one because he came back with a vengeance after Somehow that. he won the IWGP round, which he does. He would not have gotten further than, than where, how far. Just Andrew, I think, slipped yeah. up that allowed Frank to slid in there. But then, then like, so, and still BDE champion, fire Frank. Like, holy shit. And then you were like, well, actually, I wrote more questions in case, like, it got too Do you want to just show off? And then he did. And everyone was cheering. So we did every, uh, every AEW pay-per-view main event starting from, like, the last one. Double yeah. or nothing, was it? He made- Going backwards to, like, Fighter Fest and Insane. all of that. And he did most of them. And then we let the crowd kind of pick up the last like, few. But. Like, look, you, I, I always thought I'm pretty good at wrestling trivia, like at certain things, like more than some people. But no, like certain someone like this guy is like he knows everything. He Who remembers can beat everything him at this point. I don't think anyone can. I, I don't even know. We, we literally keep throwing things at him, and it's like, okay, do we well, have to get him on Zoom? We're gonna have to create it? the BDE heavyweight championship for runners up. Yeah. <laughs> Just retire, right? retire the thing. Uh, so he. <laughs> He didn't want to check the IWGP title. He also like, what is this title again? Because <laughs> he's not a New Japan fan. So we decided that I'm gonna I'm gonna get our boy Pure Fandom. We're gonna get a BDE title actually made, and I'm gonna send one to Fire Frank because uh, that was just impressive. Uh, what Frank has to realize though is once he loses it, he ain't keeping it. <laughs> He's never gonna lose it. <laughs> never gonna lose it. Uh, so that was that was pretty fun. We did like other things. We had a liger mask to to give away to some new Japan fans as well. We had so many cool masks to give away. Fire Frank was there, but we had so many friends and listeners and you people out there. There's so many there to shout out. Like Sino, B Detroit, they're gonna be putting out a what up dough some point later this week, and they'll go through their whole thoughts on their trip to Canada and. Go into Forbidden Door and everything like that. So I cannot wait to listen to those two. But you know, we love those fellows. Brandon from New Jersey. That guy showed up in Toronto. I swear he lives in all, Niagara. All Lake. over to you. I'm just, I keep on watching gifts of him just dancing and fist bumping yeah. Tanahashi. Yeah, now my favorite thing is just to fist bump Brandon, like Tanahashi. So uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Tanahashi made his entrance. And Brandon, our man Neil, and Robert Pearson are front row. And, well, Brandon's all over the show. And... <laughs> 
uh, he, he got fist bumped by Tanahashi. It's fantastic. It was just beautiful. It was so heart, heartwarming. Uh, we had so much fun hanging out with all these people, like finally meeting our man, Neil, who made the trip over here. So many listeners and people that, you know, we talk to or interact with online. So when I meet them in person, it's almost like, I don't need to ask you how your day was or something. Cause like yeah. you're my friend, you're like someone I, I talk to. So it's, it's just so great to have a community and you know what? I'm, I feel very proud of throwing an event where maybe people wanted to come to, to forbidden door and to Toronto, but maybe they didn't have anyone to do that with. So they came to our event and felt like they were so at home and you know what? Like that's what's we've been doing this for. And it just feels like so good. And oh, it's so, so much fun. It was great meeting so many people. We had, we had one guy, I th- I'm trying to remember his name, Al, was it? Who basically his wife wanted him out the house. He lives in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His wife was having girls night, going to see Taylor Swift or something. Yeah, yeah. So it worked out cheaper for him instead of getting a ticket to go and see Taylor as well. Yeah. Cheaper for him just to fly. Fly here, go to the show, and then fly back. Yeah. So it came to Forbidden Door. Oh, uh, and then he was like, wait, poor. Canada's weed is legal everywhere? I was like, yeah, let's go. Get ready. Get ready for your flight. Don't take any back. <laughs> Uh, so, so many, like Had so many people, listeners from, uh, from London who we're going to see at, uh, at all in it. Yeah. There. London people from Scotland. I think someone said he, he was from Pakistan. Yeah. Oh man. There's people from everywhere. Lots of Americans, obviously. Uh, we love our, our American friends, but just, just so cool. And, and we can't do this without all these people and having this community. So I, I really cherish like what we got going on, what John and Way got, like people are so passionate about like what what post wrestling has become and, and where we're going and stuff so just just a wild ride wrestling karaoke man and we're gonna do this again and all in it uh, we can't even promote it because it's like we don't there's we're sold the fuck out like yeah. beyond like beyond sold so like there's there is room to maybe do something after we need to get a consensus i think yeah get some surveys on the go get hot breath across the world yeah <laughs> Get them convince over. Benno and Ga- uh, JP be like <laughs> we need a budget to like, fly this guy we need guy. to fly this guy because <laughs> he's got the we told him we're like we like your gimmicks of the he's got the paper towel paper uh, toilet blower. paper blower thing so if you're doing a good song he, he was like I need a new one I need more power <laughs> it needs more power more too. power but also being a wrestling thing it's like streamers so yeah like it, exactly it works perfectly yeah it's like, like Ring of Honor yeah. <laughs> it was great uh, yeah we just had a whole long day of of Drinking and chatting with everybody, seeing people. Scrum came in from Chicago. He also was there. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Jesse from the Six was also his birthday this weekend. Uh, so many people. We had Scorpio Sam. Uh, you mentioned Daniel and Jonah. Just so many people. If we're not mentioning you, you know, we, there's just so, like every time I turned around, I'd, someone would pass me a drink or a joint and vice versa. It was just, just the whole time. Uh, and then, and then, you know, there's a, a scrum after. Pollock didn't come to the after party. No. What a coward. Uh, he didn't sing. I thought he was going to sing karaoke for sure. I, we, yeah, we promised he'd <laughs> sing all, all in. All in. Uh, that was the one song the DJ could not find, find a proper karaoke track wow. to. He said some wrestling songs have karaoke made for it, but that one was too rare. Or he's like, oh, it didn't exist. I was like, ah. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's the, because uh, it's downstate, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the same music as Zack Ryder's. Sorry, um, what's his name now? Uh, I Matt, don't know. Matt Cardona. Yeah, it's like the same music as his one, just different words. Really? I think like, the intro is very similar. I'm gonna have to go listen to that. Yeah. I don't. 
I heard it. I didn't like it as much. So I love All In. It's the beginning. Maybe. Okay. I'll have to listen to it. Yeah. I've just been listening to wrestling music all all weekend. Getting yeah. hyped. It felt like a WrestleMania weekend in our own in our own city. We went out too many times this weekend. Yeah, we 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 said we'd do a like a behind the BSK last week. Yeah. It's just it's been too chaotic. We haven't been able to do much. There's just so many weekends. people. We were walking around the city. It's like tough to go into bars. There's just so many of us and <laughs> trying to do so much. But it was good. Lots of karaoke and lots of wrestling this weekend, and we got to do it with our friends. So thank you everyone in the post wrestling and poison rana community. And I hope uh, got got to grab one of our new stickers as well yeah and i hope we can do a lot more of this yeah we would like future. to do some more can't I mean, do it every week because listen to me every week yeah <laughs> yeah 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 that's why we're not doing video today we're beat up yeah. um maybe maybe i mean we're doing it for all in right but i mean like philly's not that far right wrestlemania yeah, yeah. wrestlemania that's wink so wink we'd love to do something what would, what would the the show call you can't just do like mania Body slam jams. Body slam jams. <laughs> a poison rana party. I don't know something. Like that. You know what was funny is uh, when we were at Forbidden Door last night. Frank, Sino, and B, I think, were sitting like kind of near us, mm-hmm. not like exactly near our crew, like just a row or so. So every time there's a poison rana, we'd always look at each other and yell poison rana. So a few people behind us started noticing that we were doing that. They don't know who we were. They just started doing with us. Yeah. <laughs> Poison Rana! <laughs> and I was like, it's the best move, right? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, here's a sticker. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> we love this move. We love this move so much that I just carry a sticker around that says it. I mean, in my head, I'm for Philly, I'm thinking something to do with gritty. Get gritty <laughs> with it. We need to get gritty. We need to get gritty. <laughs> How much does it cost to get gritty? <laughs> I'm now thinking of puns with gritty, like Edge and Beth, the Gritty couple. The, gri- the gritty couple. <laughs> <laughs> gritty. Yeah. Suplex gritty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so maybe possibly we'll do one of these things in uh, Philly for WrestleMania because that's not too far for us. And you just, could just rent the costume and then. Yeah, just get a costume. Just get a, yeah. I, I love Gritty. Look at him. Ridiculous. What, what's, what team is he? The Flyers. Philly Flyers, yeah. Great, great stuff. <laughs> Look at this fucking guy. We'll have to get some cheese. Two hundred bucks to rent it. The costume to rent it or just to I buy think it. Just to buy it. Oh well. Now I know what to get you for your birthday yeah. <laughs> in September. Athletic knee high stockings for twenty bucks. Wait, you're telling me there's a slutty gritty costume? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. That must be your fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> slutty gritty. Yeah. Gritty just makes you smile uh, as he does everyone. <laughs> but now I'm thinking, of, wait, I want to see slutty gritty. No, well, I clicked on this, and then it was just showing the socks off. Oh, okay. Still, yeah, right, it's still, nice. still nice. Not there, so there isn't slowly. <laughs> Photoshop, I can put gritty on top of that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what a what a weekend it was. And then we went to Collision. You oh. you got last-minute tickets, like what, second row? Where were you? Third row, but like TV side. Yeah, right yeah. So people were saying they were seeing you like all yeah, night was... with your glasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love wearing glasses at wrestling events. I don't know why. It's like so many people something do about going to a wrestling sh- show. I just want to look like an absolute buffoon. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You want to like live a gimmick almost. It's great. Some people go further out than us, what they wear to these things. Oh, yeah. I uh, carried around deodorant just to be safe. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, 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 I smelled some wrestling fans, but it wasn't as – our section wasn't bad. So no. I'll give them – I'll give our and section. And considering like uh, Forbidden Paul was a little – 
got a little stuffy. Yeah. Everyone smelt fantastic. Right, yeah. So clearly our listeners get the memo or just they know. Yeah, just because some wrestling events you go to, it's like, oh, God. It's just like, please. <laughs> I, I would, one day we need Poison Rana deodorant sticks to sell. Like, that would be pretty good outside of a wrestling event. Just like, li- little ones, like. Like, should we just, like, work as promo? Because, like, now I know when the next time is a wrestling event, like, hit up, like, your, any, you know, deodorant company and be like, hey, you should be, like, giving out free ones yeah. before the show. That would be the ultimate advertising. Yeah. So, so we oh, should we work get out. Oh, free shit all the time outside. Yeah, yeah. It's usually you leave a concert and they give you, like, water. Not water. They charge you $7 for it. They'll give you, like, a monster energy. You guys just went through a concert and yeah, you probably have is. work in the morning? Here's a monster. They always give a ha out, don't they, outside Rogers Center? You know, they're like, it's like bubbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always the, give out those drinks or like energy drinks yeah. or something, yeah. Well, we went to Collision. That was uh, the, the episode two of Collision, which, uh, ha- what was it? What does he call himself? One Bill Phil? One Bill Phil. It looks more like Phil who can't fill in arena on the second edition of the show. I mean... I, I'm not too high on the collision being on Saturday nights, and I think a lot of other people are kind of the same way. Uh, I did not like that show as much as, obviously, like the pay-per-view. That makes sense. I still, like, got into it. But two for two weeks of collision are, like, it's 0-2 for me. I, I was not really into last week's as well. And they're taping this week's on Thursday in Hamilton, which they announced a match, Roddy versus Joe, which I would be like, I would go to. I would travel to go see that match. Mm. However, that's in Hamilton, and we're in Toronto. We got Demand Lucha on Thursday, and we're gonna we're gonna stay local. I, I think uh, I think Toronto fans are savvy. I think uh, a lot of people were pissed off with that rampage, like exactly. I was before. And I think a lot of people who maybe want to go and see CM Punk also know. While I'm seeing him on Sunday, and I booked my ticket for that ages yeah. ago, so yeah. um, I think. By the time the show was on, okay, the upper bowl wasn't open and that, that kind of hard cam. I've never been to a wrestling show in the ACC, Scotiabank, mm. that they had to close the 300s because no, like they moved everyone down. Yeah. So that's. But it looked good, apparently, it looked good. And I, I, I enjoyed it more. Obviously, I, we were there, but I enjoyed it more than week one. I, I thought the atmosphere for the main event was, for was punk, pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. And it was pretty cool seeing punk work as a heel again because it's been like, 10 years. Yeah. More than that since we've seen him. So I did enjoy that. Um, I thought Swerve Tanahashi was disappointing. Yeah. Tana just can't go like he, he used to be. He was saving himself, I guess, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed the main. I thought that was a lot of fun. I noticed like they're trying to make this show. What more WWE? Like, Hey, we got Elton John in the intro. Mm. We got some stars like Miro, Andrade, there's not a lot of the smaller guys I'm noticing on this the show. The Andrade match was good. Yeah. That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah. Like, I noticed they're trying to make it maybe something a bit different. So, you know, maybe that would work. Like, SmackDown's on Friday nights, and they kill it. But Saturdays is tougher. It's, it's harder. It's kind of weird timing as well with this event coming up. And I, I think AEW fallen into this trap a few times when they're, they are juggling multiple things. Like, we've had that with, you know, you're pro- promoting a ROH show when there's a... AEW show coming up uh, or you're you're doing a big TV match like a blood and guts match but you've also got a pay-per-view coming up they've fallen into these traps quite a few times and I think because of that we haven't really had angles on collision yet and I think and that's mainly because we're focusing on this pay-per-view and we're just 
we can get by on the first two weeks yeah. of being like, look, Punk, Miro, Punk. and Andrade are back. I'd like to see now this pay-per-view's over. They need to start doing like bigger story moments on yeah. that show to make it must-watch. It needs to be more than just, oh, if you want to see Punk wrestle in a six-man, you come to Collision. You want like big story development. So I'm hoping from next week, you know, you really start to get a a Miro feud set up with someone and yeah. uh, who Christian slash Luchasaurus's next rivalry is going to be with. Uh, maybe put like the Jungle Boy hook thing maybe on there. Like, right. I think it just needs a bit more story because especially on a weekend like this, when you know you're going to see so much great wrestling, um, you you needed more. But I, I think it was a, I thought it was a nice little appetizer for Sunday. Yeah, like I, I didn't. It felt very rampage to me. Again, watching it last week and then being at it this week, it both times I'm like, this is just we're just dumb wrestling fans. He's just calling this show a different name now. Like I, that's how it's an hour longer, and there's some stars, bigger stars on it. Okay, cool. But let's talk about how friend of the show Dickie Bird mm. gets our friend Eric Marcotte, who was staying over at our place this weekend. He just got on his bus, by the way. He's nice. on his way home to Sudbury, Ontario. Good stuff. Um, Dickie from Australia sent Eric and bought him a meet and greet with Sonata. So Brandon from New Jersey went, well, I love Sonata too, and I can't let you go alone, so I'll go with you and I'll get one too. So those two went off together. You have to buy a collision ticket to go to the meet and greet, which then you have to pay 50 bucks to do. So they go to meet Sonata. at. They're in line at 4 p.m., right? They meet Sonata at like 4.35, something like that. Then they're told... If you're going to the wrestling show, you can't leave and you can't come back in. They're like, well, the show doesn't, it's five. Like the show doesn't start. Yep. You can't no matter what. Sorry. Arena policy. So Brandon and and Eric had to sit in an empty Scotiabank arena for like three hours before wrestling even like, I think they had to sit there for two hours before the ring of honor started Mm. or dark matches or something. I don't know. And like, Holy, that's a long... They were there in that arena from, like, 4 till 10. That sucks. Yeah, <laughs> from, that like, sucks. 4 till 10.30. I get it's... They don't want people to buy meet and greet and go in and then just, like, you know, hide in the toilets to get a free ticket to the show. Right. And I think the way it is with everything scanning... Yeah. Like once it's scanned, it's got the tick and it won't let you do it again. I imagine that's why. And that's why it's so much better to have something like, you know the meet and greet at the convention center or something like that. So have it as a separate thing. So you don't run into that thing, but also it's probably, it's probably deliberate. So they do have an audience for ring of honor. I we're under the impression is no, we need people to to be here. So you're stuck here. Sorry. You're hostage. They they said they were felt like they were held hostage to watch ring of honor. (laughs) So great, great stuff. Uh, So they, they did that. They got to meet Sonata though. Eric uh, told him he had a nice suit, and Sonata said, I know. Yes. <laughs> and then Brandon said, hey, you look like a reverse mortgage broker. <laughs> and Sonata did not understand what he was talking about. He's like, okay. Sure, yeah. Uh, so that seemed like it was pretty fun. And then the real wrestling. We can get into the, the bulk, the actual main event, the pay-per-view that everyone was excited about. Forbidden Door from Toronto, Ontario at the Scotiabank Arena and... Like I kind of said earlier, this was a one for the ages. This was quite a doozy. This was quite possibly my my favorite wrestling event I've been to live in person. And we missed the whole 
zero hour. We yeah, came in during the last no, match. No regrets. I came in right as Shingo hit the like made in Japan or something. Yeah. I was like, oh nice, and then it was over. I was like, ah, cool. But yeah, and I think um, Adam Cole, Tom Lawler was meant to be on the main show, but yeah. uh, Adam Cole had the flu, um, so I think Tom Lawler faced a Pentaco in the. Yeah, he didn't seem particularly happy about it. Oh on yeah, Twitter. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but like, personally, don't think that match should have been on the card. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I, it was fine. It gave some time to some other exactly. matches. Uh, yeah. So we we did not go in there early enough. I I was interested in El Fantasmo and Stu Grayson. And speaking of kind of Twitter, like I think Fantasmo was like, hey why didn't you promote this match beforehand? Cause you told me about it, but you didn't let me promote it kind of thing. Like mm. two Canadians in Toronto, like, like again, yeah. not saying this was, you know, a pay-per-view is on the zero hour, but I think some people went, Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. If you knew about it, not just the night before or the day before. So that, I think he was kind of saying that. Uh, and then LIJ, like I mentioned, I saw that um, made in Japan and they beat United empire, Jeff Cobb, Fletcher and TJP. But then when we got in there, we settled in our seats. We got ourselves a beer after, as the pay-per-view kicked off with the AEW World Championship, MJF defending against Hiroshi Tanahashi. I thought he looked way better than his match with Swerve. I thought he was, like, clearly saving stuff. Tanahashi was, like, easily one of my favorites to watch. He's definitely slowed down a lot more apparent, like, that he is getting older. But this was my favorite Tanahashi match in a long time. Like, I can't remember the last time I, I thought he was really good. And I think because of the style of MJF, you didn't have to do too much. Yeah, th- this was perfect to open the show with because it wasn't uh, anywhere near being one of the best matches of the show. But it's too, um, uh, it was two really kind of just entertaining wrestlers to watch, working smart, yeah. knowing how to get the most out of this crowd. Um, I, I thought it was the perfect opener. For this and uh yeah it was fun yeah uh, i think is that in tanner's contract now he just faces the world champion every he just gets a world title match no matter what yeah. for no reason because they know he'll lose yeah <laughs> and, and it'll be fine and safe but yeah i i thought he played in like again he used to be a lot faster a lot quicker but for what this was it kind of blew my expectations kind of out the water i i just enjoyed like mjf is MJF is the one you still want to boo for, but you're like, boo, but oh, you're good. You're really good. good. You're you're on top of it, man, for sure. What about CM Punk taking on Kenta? No, sorry, that didn't happen. Uh, taking on uh, Sat- Satoshi Kojima in the men's Owen Hart tournament first round match. I thought this was awesome. Um, I think Collision really did set the, the stage to, to make everyone who wasn't at that event who was coming to this one know... What you need to do, you need to boo this man. Uh, and Kojima just naturally becoming a, a huge baby face. Never cheered match. for Kojima more in my life. But, like, that elevate A crowd can elevate a match, certainly. But I thought this was really good. I Like, Punk leaning more into the heel stuff in a, in a singles match. I thought he looked pretty smooth. I thought Kojima, at his age, looked pretty good as well. Um, weird match. Uh, to kind of book, but then I, I guess without, as we were saying, like no angles really yet being set and this being kind of rushed, Punk's only been back a week, why not? Um, you can have Punk go over this guy, no problem. But I was actually really impressed here. I, I thought they put on a hell of a match. Yeah, uh, Punk not 
not someone I'm like too into, but I thought he looked good in this match and he was reacting to the reaction from the crowd mm-hmm. prior to the event. Everyone, the discourse around the arena, everyone outside, the lions and people smoking, our event as well. You have your, someone walks into the room or to the area wearing a punk shirt and everyone was just start booing these people mm-hmm. and being like, Oh, we're booing him tonight. We're booing him tonight. Right. And then it, it, I haven't watched this match back, but. It was loud. It was a lot of booing there, and it was fun to do it. So then we're just like, yes, Kojima, we just support you now the most. And this, again, as the first match, blew my expectations out of the water with this one. Uh, I know like what everyone's thinking, like Punk just always wanted this dream match, so that's actually kind of why mm. it was probably booked. Lariat. So like, I, I actually got it way in, more into this than I thought I would. And you're right, like Punk turning heel is something that just needs to happen. Like, Tony Khan's really good at picking matches you don't really expect and then having them work. Like, yeah. I, I thought that with that Osprey-Orange um, match last year, we're going to talk about this crazy four-way in yeah. a second. And, yeah, the this match here, like, Kojima, CM Punk, you're like, okay, why? But completely worked for me. Yeah, um, it's really fun. Loved seeing Phil Relish just being a complete asshole. Yeah, I think I'll like it. I think I'll like it a lot more once they go into that thing. But it's got to be done right. Like, and I, I would trust Punk to to work it. But it felt, it felt good being, like, having the reaction he got, being booed and stuff like that. Like, okay, let's see where we can go with that. But also, if it if it becomes a thing where it is, you know, Canada is right. We we haven't seen him in the states apart from Chicago, and he'll be yeah. in Canada the next few weeks. So make. Canada, just this enemy territory. He loves Bret Hart, though. We should love this guy. And then, well, he wins the Owen, which makes us hate him even more. He's going to win the Owen. And possibly, uh, I'd like to see him kind of, you know, cheat to beat Ricky Starks for it. I wanted him to cheat when he was beating, when he was fighting Kojima. I thought he was going to cheat. I feel like they'll save it and he'll screw over Ricky. Really? And I I think it could be a really good thing. Because you saw those reactions Ricky Starks was getting at Collision as well. Yeah. I think a lot of that was... We're going to really cheer you because we don't like punk. Yeah. But that could help him as well. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see where it all goes. No, like the punk is the discourse there. I, I, I hate though that we have to like choose sides of who people like, well, I can't like the elite now because I love punk more. It's like, guys, relax. Like yeah. <laughs> you can love all and hate all equally and it's fun. It's so much fun. So I got to give punk credit to. He he knew. You see him reacting and smiling and like doing what he did the Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, that's his new thing. He does the Hogan leg drop. He's like, huh? People hate him. I'll just yeah. do his moves. Yeah. Uh, though the one thing, the GTS still looks like a big bag of shit. He just can't do that move anymore. He's scared to do it. Maybe he doesn't want to hurt someone or his own knee or something. But did that move still looks not as good? You know, like Hangman hit a pretty good GTS a few few years. It's ago. a weird move. Yeah, I, I don't it think is. it's necessarily a pretty looking move yeah. anyway when yeah, yeah. i can't think of many like because you would have to knee the guy in the head well i, th- I think that's why it looks ugly because kojima just ate this thing and collapsed yeah. and he's you know Go older with a bit of bit of a barrel yeah. going on so like it just looks like a sack of potatoes falling i guess knee, but yeah we didn't get the cozy lariat unfortunately not well then we go to our next match the iw sorry no the the AEW International Championship, Orange Cassidy putting the title on the line against Zack Sabre Jr., Jr., uh, Katsuyori Shibata, and Daniel Garcia in a four-way match. 
And I have the Wikipedia page open here. This match went 11 minutes, 15 seconds. That has to be one of the shortest yet most amazing matches ever in that time span because this was awesome. I couldn't stop smiling Yeah, this whole match. I thought it was, it was like, it wasn't, I wouldn't go as far to call it a comedy match, but it was so much fun and yeah. funny to watch. Like the... The chop exchange when Garcia keeps on trying yeah. to get in and they just shove him away, so he just starts doing his yeah. dancing. Oh man! I'm like, why? But it's brilliant. I feel like the Daniel Garcia thing is in fact working. When they cooled him off, and I was kind of heated about that. I was like, yo, this guy's like, you're sitting on this guy who could be a star, but now he's getting into the dance thing. The dance is over as fuck. Yeah. So you are a sports so entertainer funny. right now. So funny. The you are a, you're a wrestler chance. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Knowing a little bit about Garcia, he's a huge fan of Shibata. So mm. having this match, not only with that, with Zach, all four of these, all four of these guys, guys amazing, awesome. I I thought this was exceptional. Yeah, this is a match you could show your non wrestling friends. Hey, this under twelve minutes. It's eleven minutes fifteen seconds. You'll you'll laugh and you'll be like, oh, these guys are killing each other. Just so many like fun sequences. I'm remembering them them trading vertical suplexes, just like going around the circle, yeah, verticals. Uh, one guy getting in a submission, so the other guy getting them in a submission, yeah. and then the other guy getting them in. Uh, it was. I can't wait to rewatch this one because I thought this was so much fun, and uh, kind of teased at the end that maybe we will get uh, some singles coming out of this as well. No? I mean, I hope so. Yeah. And we're recording this Monday, but we're going to Dynamite on Wednesday, and maybe They've, have they announced anything for Dynamite yet? Well, will they? Tony mentioned at the scrum that he had Danielson versus Ishii booked. Uh, but Danielson no longer to do that. So we're getting, apparently, Ishii versus Takeshita. Okay, amazing. So I'm okay with that. That sounds cool. <laughs> uh, so far, I'm trying to see if you, if you can tell me. I, I don't know. But yeah, this four-way was like Orange Cassidy. Oh, is- we've got the... Oh. Owen Cup as well. Oh, Ray yeah. V. Ruby. I'm okay. trying to see what else is announced. But yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, Orange Cassidy proving he's one of the best characters, wrestlers going, like full stop. Brian Danielson also in the scrum put him over just randomly. It was like, by the way, <laughs> this guy is like awesome. They're talking about Orange. So yeah. uh, this this match, we all looked at each other. Eric Marcotte, who I told you got stranded at Ring of Honor, held hostage. That was Collision was his first ever show, but he came to Toronto to go to this Forbidden Door, and his favorite wrestler, Shibata, and he... He could not stop grinning watching his favorite wrestler finally live, beat, slapping the shit out of Daniel Garcia. But what a match! I can't awesome. pra- yeah, I can't praise this one enough. Then we went to the IWGP World Heavyweight Title in a singles match: Sonata taking on Jungle Boy Jack Perry uh, with Hook ringside. Dookie was with Sonata oh, yeah. as well. Shout out Dookie. Uh, yeah, I I can't really remember much about this. I I haven't watched a lot of New Japan at all. In recent years, so I've not really seen any of Sonada's title run. I do think he has leveled up from the the like Lij tag team. I think he looks really good, looks sharp in those suits, looks good in his you know the the short trunks ring gear and just the clean look. I like it, and I I did find him more. I found he was connecting with the crowd more than I'm used to because he always had that very stoic thing, and it just. I've always found him just quite dull. I think he's a good wrestler, very technically sound and good, but always found him a bit dull. But I did find in this match, he kind of connected with me a bit more. So some things, 
kind of working. He's obviously still not the guy yeah. in this company to a lot of people, but I'd say this is probably working for him a lot better than the title run did for Evil, let's say. Yeah, no, I'm I'm exactly the same way. I, I always thought he was fine. He always... He, it's like almost like Seth Rollins. Like, you, you're good, but you don't know exactly what your, like, character is. And I think he's on his way to finding that mm-hmm. now. Like, coming out a bit more looking like a real champion. Like you said, he's clean cut. He's got the Anoki chin going on mm-hmm. there. He looks like a world champion. To me, it still is, like, what is... Something's, something's still missing there. But he, I think he's on his way to finding it. And his wrestling is okay, but he doesn't necessarily do anything flashy that like gets me too excited. I love Jungle Boy. Uh, I think people were really starting to just turn on him for whatever reasons, and you could kind of see the writing on the wall. This match was fine. It didn't like wasn't bad. Uh, just I think we were also cooling down from three bangers in a row. We're like, can we? Is there interme-? like we're like, whoa, this is this is a lot. Uh, so this wasn't bad by any means, but like I think we were all just waiting for something to happen. So then they gave us what we wanted. So actually, it was pretty good because at the end, Jungle Boy, pretty upset, he's on this like losing streak, beats up his friend Hook. He this clothesline killed Hook. Yeah, Hook he, did not he get up. One clothesline and Hook was down for minutes ah. as Jungle Boy is mocking the uh, the Tarzan boy wave, the dance, and yeah, all that. Tells us to um, screw it. It's going to be interesting because I I think um, I think this is the right move you've got to turn him heel yeah yeah you sense that people are turning on him so get ahead of that um his promos recently have been pretty awful yeah and i question whether he'll be much better as a heel on a promo i'm not sure it's yet to be seen but this is probably the right move it's definitely the right move you you're right maybe maybe cutting promos as a heel is how you get better at creating like a more you know not jungle boy character. i can totally see him being a dominic like character okay like just kind of weak and pathetic and everyone hates him oh but like gets like similar with like the punk booze like just right. really gets in on yeah like not wanting to hear this guy speak because he sucks on the mic <laughs> you know, like, shut up. i i feel like it can work i do still love jungle boy but yeah uh, well, I guess we'll see this match eventually. I think like he's got to he's got to explain his actions on why he attacked Hook. No, no more Jungle Hook. It's a shame. Hook, run home, Jack. Isn't that from the movie Hook? Run home, Jack. <laughs> run home, Jack, because Hook's gonna beat you up next time he sees you. We then went to the next match, a ten man tag team match featuring the Elite, Hangman, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson teaming with Eddie Kingston and Tomohiro Ishii taking on the Blackpool Combat Club, Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, Claudio, Takeshita, and Shooter Yumino. Didn't part of you want to see Eddie and Ishii come out to Wayward Sons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ishii coming down, to the, w- w- barreling down with his knees out, just... All in the <laughs> yeah, that's that was what was missing from this. But uh, this match was this match was awesome. I mean, look at the talent involved here. Moxley and the the Blackpool Combat Club are definitely coming to their own, and and I mean Takeshita because he he was a guy who's like, uh, what do we know about this guy? I don't know. On Twitter, he says he likes cinnamon buns, so that's that's a thing. Now he comes out. Got a leather, black leather jacket, looking yeah. like a mob boss. And I'm like, now Takeshita's going to be the real deal. See how heel turn worked for him. And it can do wonders for everyone else. But it, 
it looked like a complete unit now that he's part of these guys. And uh, I I love this match. It had so many like crazy spots between these guys. I love Shota. He is someone that Shota didn't get the memo that he's in the Blackpool Combat Club because they're all wearing black and he's wearing like he's still colorful. dressed like Tanahashi. Yeah, he's wearing like <laughs> colorful gear. He's like, oh shit. Uh, I love this dude too. He stole the show for me last year. Uh, so uh, this. This was awesome. I could have watched every match, uh, every match on this show. People were chanting "Fight Forever," and like I know it's so overdone and cliche and all that, but like I I would have watched this match go on forever. And Eddie, so many of these Eddie letting his emotions get in the way. So he has a a chop exchange with Mox that goes on forever the whole show. And then there's a bit where I think one of the Bucks are going for a, a drop kick or something, and Eddie. Takes it. Yeah, Mox. yeah. I didn't get that. I think it's like, you know, I can fight with my brother, but you can't right. kind of thing. Okay. Like, and it's, he hates Claudio. Well, it's wrestling, Eddie. Come on. He hates Claudio. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. And uh, so that was interesting. But it's just one of those matches where every combination you're excited to see. Um, Ishii and Takeshita going at it was fun, which obviously we're going to see again on Wednesday. But Ishii getting the win. It's great. We love big match, Tom, but we never see this guy fucking win. This guy got the win. Yeah, I was pretty hyped about Ishii. We've seen him live a few times, but we're like, okay, like we love this guy. You know, New Japan slip. I know he's getting up there and getting old, but like New Japan was slipping because they could have used him, give him in a, a quick little run, and then use him to get someone else over. But they never gave him the IWGP title. But he was awesome in this match, getting the win with the Brainbuster. The crowd are really getting behind him. I thought all people involved in this match worked really well. They went like twenty-one minutes, twenty-five seconds, but. It, it felt like five minutes. I just could watch. I mean, the Bucks, man, they're also just all, everyone just fucking great. Hangman brought back the shooting star off the apron. He used to do that like every match. He never he did, did that last week. Well, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again recently. He, he did, did it yeah. with the Bucks. But yeah, it's amazing. Gets such a good reaction. Yeah. Hangman. Uh, ha- hangman. Like, are people sour on him because of the punk stuff? We haven't really talked about I that. didn't get that sense. Did yeah. you? Not in Toronto. But, like, I'm wondering, you know, go somewhere else. I don't know. How do you boo this guy? He's so good. I I, I don't think he is going to get booed. Okay. Because just the way he's handled it, like, you know, the the Bucks, and Ke- they'll do something on being the elite. They'll yeah. do some references in their matches. They'll change their bio. Hangman's been very quiet about the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think we'll get much yeah. negative. Like, that's that's the thing, man. Punk, like... I want to be on your side, but you're you're calling out the guy that like everyone seems to just think is he awesome. just seems like, like an awesome a genuine dude. human being. So I'm like, eh, yeah, I don't know. yeah, uh, awesome match, ten man tag, and hopefully leading to some more. I guess blood and gut is Ishii gonna fill in for blood and guts? Because uh, Danielson wait, can't I mean, They've not announced blood and guts yet, have they? Yeah, we, but we just assume we're just assuming. But it sounded assume. like that was gonna go that way. Yeah, I mean. Uh, it depends if he's booked in Japan. Like, I we'll, we'll talk about that. But he's out six to ten. I don't. Maybe if they do blood and guts, Ishii could fill in and it'll be fine. Oh wait, sorry. No, Ishii, that's what I'm saying. Oh, sorry, if, right, if Ishii's yeah. booked in New Japan. Oh right, sorry. Ishii can't no, fill. It's not an easy flight. No, no. Also, Ishii can't team with the Blackpool Combat Club because he's he's against for them. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Who else could you have? Fill in for him. I mean, they have four of them. You could do four on four, but you could do four on four. Yeah. Also, Eddie, like, stop. I, I, that was the one gripe, actually, of this match, is Eddie sit, eating the super kicks from the Bucks. It's like, 
but like you were fighting the, the whole match and then you decided yeah. this i i do think that's a little like melodramatic like mm-hmm. it's wrestling like it's, you're gonna get hit we then went to the AEW women's world championship match tony storm versus willow nightingale uh we're gonna sound like complete uh assholes cliche wrestling fans but this was finally a match that we're like well there's not really been much of a story this is the one time to get our last drink for what was to be the rest of the show. So we not know saying, how arenas work. Yeah. We know when they close the bar. And uh, unfortunately, this match did get that sacrifice. I, I saw the second half of it. It's it's also, you go to WWE shows and they've got, I mean, they've got all the Peacock commercial obligations and stuff like that. So bell rings. You know you've got 10, 15 minutes to go before yeah. the next match. You know, you're going to get... A DraftKings commercial, you're gonna get Snickers ads, you're then gonna wireless, go, go. you're then gonna get the promo package and then entrances. As soon as one match finishes and they're out, the next one starts. So yeah, unfortunately I saw the Storm Zero. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I saw I saw the second half. They went ten minutes, thirty seconds. I, I definitely saw like five the last five, but I, I love both of these people. I was kinda like, uh, but if I don't go now, I'm not missing the next match, yeah. so I I had to. So unfortunately, it was put in that spot. But uh, I love Willow lately. Uh, I know that what she's she's now they're promoting a match with Willow and Julia, amazing in New Japan somewhere. So like that or start, like uh, that could be awesome. And Tony Storm actually is working. the The Outcast thing is working for me because oh you you were supposed to boo them. Oh well, it's working. Like mm-hmm. I like and I like Tony Storm's wrestling. So. Big, big fan of where that's going. I'm wondering what the all-in big match will be if Jamie will be back. I hope Jamie's back. Um, yeah, it seems it does seem weird. Tony's obviously the better wrestler than Soraya. Yeah, but it, it feels like Soraya Jamie kind of makes a bit more sense being where it is. But mm. then that's a lot of flip flopping around to get to. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, I'd be fine with just Jamie and Tony again, to be honest. Yeah, and actually have the match because they didn't really have it last time, did they? Uh, I did forget uh, in the Sonata uh, Jungle Boy match that Red Shoes was the most over. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't you, know if you really want your World Heavyweight Championship match to have cheers for the ref the whole time. I was losing my mind. But it was pretty funny. <laughs> my Twitter header is still Red Shoes flipping the birds. I'll never change it. I love Red Shoes. So uh, I was super excited. But so was the, the arena. They were cheering for him. And... He knew right away. He started looking at his shoes like me. And Sonata was, was like, oh, this guy? Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> I love red shoes. I love his kid. Yeah. I mean, Shota, why aren't you wearing red shoes? Red, but yeah. He could wear red wants shoes. to break away from his father. Maybe, yeah. It's like Enrique Iglesias using a different name before. He, wanted, he didn't want to be like his Exactly, dad. yeah. Prom breaker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we go to our next match, the match everyone was looking forward to and the match everyone is talking about. Singles match for the IWGP US heavyweight title the champion kenny omega canada's own taking on the brit will osprey coming out with don Callis and his canadian security guards who are yeah. just two guys in like face masks it wasn't the truth commission no no uh they just stood and watched the match as don is there with will so the true like the true evilness here you got to give aw credit for using don Callis perfectly like don being there, you know, shooting in the gym with Kenny, being there behind his whole life, turning on him, and now coming out with his, like, opponent. It's very, it's very Gato Okada yeah. to Jay White, and it yeah, works brilliantly. It was, I think when this turn heat. happens, we were going, oh, it makes so much sense to put him with Osprey. Yeah. I think it's great that he's with 
Takeshita as well, because yeah. is going to be your weekly character on TV. But it does make it feel like a, a big deal and make something feel a lot more personal, especially if if anyone who's watching this maybe isn't familiar with Will Ospreay because they, they yeah. only watch AEW, you know? I don't know. Uh, it definitely makes him... It feels a bigger personal feud. Yeah, no, I, I love that addition. I love Don and... Will is definitely coming into his own with this like heel character. He'll eventually be a huge big baby face again in, in New Japan. But right now he's killing it. And Don adding to it just really got me like into it even more. Kenny Omega coming out to not no battle cry, unfortunately. You know I love Battle Cry. Still my number one yeah, played Spotify. Devil's song. Cry isn't quite I love that theme too, but I will say like Devil's uh, You can't sing along to You can't it. sing, yeah. But people reacted, uh Kenny getting obviously a huge reaction here. Did anyone do Battle Cry yesterday? No. Uh no, no. Tom normally does it, doesn't Tom it? has done it before, yeah. Uh I do love Battle Cry, so that was like ah oh, you could have done like the, the like the beginning of the old song and then play the new one. Yeah. But certain people like Mox well, didn't come out to Wild Thing. He came out well, to Kenny hasn't been using Battle Cry for US title matches. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's New Japan. Uh, That's right. And Mox, it kind of makes their heels now. It kind of makes sense not to come out to Wild Thing. He'll still come out to Wild Thing in AEW, I bet. But because it was this show, I think they used that theme. They've done that before. I wonder. I don't know if he'll come out. He shouldn't because it, it's it's like a babyface thing. Yeah, like, same with Jungle Boy. He's gonna change his theme. Yeah. What what music is that guy gonna use now? Some screamo. So get get a well, like you know those like uh, pop goes punk things where they get like punk bands or whatever to cover songs. Mm. Do someone covering Tarzan Boy, but make it like heavy. He needs to do <laughs> something with his hair as well. I'm not. I'm not. He's got to cut it. I'm not saying He's, cut it. No, up, like, I know. He, we all think he it does, but like, we're all no. thinking it. But just tie it up or something. Have it a bit of a different look. Can't can't really be having those curls. Yeah, or or if he's straighten gonna straighten it. If he's gonna go into that character, oh god. Yeah, that would look horrendous. Oh great. god, straighten it, straighten. Uh, my girlfriend loves Jungle Boy, and I she she didn't go to Forbidden Door, but she uh, helped us out at Forbidden Door. She loves Jungle Boy, and I was like, "Yo, you turned heel tonight," and she's like, "What? No, you can't do that." Uh, well, we go to Will Ospreay, Kenny Omega. And boy, did this match deliver. This delivered and some. I don't know how they were going to top Wrestle Kingdom. And somehow, in my opinion, they did. Um, earlier at Forbidden Poor, someone asked a question to John Away. What is the best match to ever take place in the Scotiabank Arena? And I saw Pollock tweet out later on. He now has the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. And it's this match. Uh, be- and I, I would agree. This was awesome. Uh, Kenny, being New Japan Kenny, here in AEW, here in Toronto, and just getting his ass whooped by Osprey, who finally got the revenge of putting him through the table and making him bleed. And then Kenny came back and started making Will bleed. We had uh, Will getting the the Canadian flag, doing all Shawn Michaels, wiping his ass Mm -hmm. with it and blowing his nose. Uh, And then Kenny hanging him like Terry Funk with the flag. Then what? We saw that kid, Steven. Shout out Lil yeah. Steven, who was front row, who got uh, a fist bump from Kenny and then the flag uh, that Will was rubbing on his butt. And it got blood all over it, but great rem- wrestling memorabilia right there yeah. for that little kid. Uh, butt sweat. Yeah, yeah, butt sweat and blood. Nice. Uh, so then, then like the back and forth, these guys are insane. And like I've seen both of these guys live quite a few times. I've been blessed to do that. But seeing like the, the stuff Kenny and Will, because they're both so talented, the athleticism that they do in real life. I'm, when you watch it in person, you're like, 
Sorry, how are you doing this? Like the 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 backflip kickoff Kenny into counters and like back like move counters and stuff. I'm like, you They've are got, another level. Like, I mean, Will flies around a little bit more, but like they've got so much aggression as well, which makes it so much more entertaining to me than just flippy guys because yeah. everything does mean something. When he hits a a twisting splash or whatever, it looks like it hurts. Yeah. You know, um, I yeah, these two just are perfect together. Yeah, uh, I know. Like that th- that first meeting was just amazing, but I, I mean, obviously we're we're biased. We're there live, but this just hit in so many levels. There was so much great storytelling between the two, so much great selling. Kenny, the re- crowd getting so behind him by the end of it. Like by the end of it, the crowd was just a re- the whole match. That's the loudest crowd. reaction Kenny's ever had, in my opinion. I think so. Yeah, I mean, like like pure baby face cheers yeah. for Kenny. Like and, he and, has pockets of fans, but also they haven't positioned him as a baby face in this position, really. Yeah. Like, I think even beginning of AEW, people were split between him and Mox. They were both kind of yeah. baby faces at the time. He then had the whole heel run where you wouldn't be cheering him. And then he's been kind of farting around in six mans. So like this felt the first time we've seen a really real huge big match Ken. top star baby face in Kenny Omega. And I I loved it. I mean I'll I'm he's my favorite. He's my all-time favorite. So like I was like super excited to be witnessing this and being a part of it and cheering on this guy. I was just like, what the hell? This is amazing. And the same goes for Will. Who we got the wanker chance on off going. He we were still a wanker. Like all these things. The crowd were just loud. You got we started a bunch of chants in our section. You with the Osprey, Osprey, Osprey chants from you. We were just cheering for everyone in this match. Oh, we loved most of the show. I was yeah, cheering yeah, for everyone. everyone we loved. I, was, I sounded like such a you know, those sports fans yeah. who don't take the jersey off and have the opposing <laughs> jersey underneath. Yeah. I, I just I even cheered for Naito on Collision, and I don't even like Naito. But I'm like, yeah, be part of it. Yeah, you, you got to be part of it. Yeah, uh, these guys just went above I, and beyond. I did think uh, the cross face was a choice. Um, yeah, but I, I I think because he transitioned from the sharpshooter into the cross face is what people like assume. But every match people do the cross face. Be- Brian's but finisher it's, looks it's like in it. Canada on the anniversary of his death. Like, yeah, it was a bit of a like the crowd picked up on it they, they were, said you, you sick, sick fuck, fuck yeah. chance to it i don't know i felt that was like a little wiki but um but yeah what a match um seeing a lot of discourse about the tiger driver 91 oh, on oh, kenny the gonzo bomb is that what this pretty much like this looked like dropping him on his head we lost our minds when osprey hit this yeah. move. i mean osprey doing a ton of old like japan like doing the kawada kicks the marifuji kick like he does a lot of moves that he shouts out like legends that he loves then doing that, the Tiger Driver 91, which is a great year, the year I'm born, dropping him on his head. We audibly gasped and shouted, jumped over our seats. Then Kenny kicked out. And we were like, oh, my God. Then then what? Uh, Don gets ejected, but then comes back, somehow slips Osprey the screwdriver, almost didn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> almost didn't come out of his pocket, uh, gives it to, to Will, who counters the one-winged angel, hits him with it, and then Will hits... What the Stormbreaker and the Hidden Blade and Kenny kicks out. Sorry, he gets his foot uh, on the rope. The foot. The foot oh my god! Amazing. Oh my god! So then we're losing our and mind. Then right? The kick out on one on the yeah uh, on the One Winged Angel from Will was awesome. I 
I think I like our left. section would just like we weren't even around. yeah we were not sitting for like this match it was just chaotic that kick out on one like Kenny's like nah you can you I ain't losing my own. I'm the one who can kick out of the one winged angel motherfucker so then finally it was the what the stormbreaker that finally did did happen like oh man this match uh, we we got home and instantly put it back on yeah. before we went to bed we're like we have to see this even though it was like three in the morning I gotta think. Uh, the rubber matches in at Wembley. It has to be. It has to be. Um, Will Ospreay making it very clear that he wants to be on that show in the presser. I think again with the with the attachment to Don Callis now, it does make that Will Ospreay, even if he's not signed by them, it makes him an AEW character now. Yeah. At this point, yeah, which yeah. I wouldn't say about like you know a Naito or a, or even a Tanahashi. They're like you know these guest spots we come in once a year. Whereas Osprey does feel like kind of a bit of part of the furniture now, and we all know this this rivalry. I think they did a great job in the video package showing uh, the stuff from Wrestle Kingdom. Osprey's promo about how like you left me like beaten and defeated and bloody, and I've just been like focused on beating you ever since then. Yeah, um, they got to do the third in Wembley. It has to, and I think they can top it. I think probably it's. You want know like too easily two of the best. They're gonna have alive. shit to jump off. Them yeah, as well, these know? guys like, call me crazy. They're still holding back. There's yeah. still things in their sick minds that they're like, we could probably do this and do this. And wow, uh, yeah, I think these two are interchangeably the best wrestler. Like both of them are the best wrestlers going. And finally, mm-hmm. we're seeing them fight. We're obviously we're gonna get matches like this because these guys are just on top of them. So like Kenny Omega just showing, proving me like this. Wrestling's done for me now. Wrestling's peaked. I'm gonna start watching F1 or whatever. I don't know <laughs> something else because I this this is crazy. How 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 can I watch this and then tune into like Monday Night Raw and I see like uh, Dana Brooke and fucking whatever the the Chad Gable and the other dude are doing. Like this is what I love to watch yeah. so much and I can get so passionate about it. And this was a match that I'll be rewatching quite a few times. And I think we'll be showing up on some people's match of the year. I tell me something that was better than this. I the first one it would be the only it's, real argument. It's gonna be the one and two so far, I think. Yeah, it has to be. Like just wow. Uh Kenny Omega is insane. It's currently on nine point six oh based on four hundred and seventy three votes on, on cage, cage match. match yeah. I sh- should I make an account? Should I start using it? Yeah. How does it you just go in, give it out? I don't know. You it, it's you got to do a bunch of stuff before you can start. I'll talk to Cino about that. Yeah, but Cino yeah. can get us Uh We'd love your thoughts on uh, this match at Poison Rana Pod. Uh, did this blow your mind? Is because every, everyone was like, "We need cigarettes. We need a joint. We need a shot. We need to go for air. We need to. We're done." It's it's that was whew, wow. I'm getting hyped about just thinking about it. But yeah, wow, what a match! Best match I've ever seen in person. Uh, we were sitting with a big group of us, Jesse from the Six. And you and I all sat together at TakeOver New York when it was Gargano and Cole. Adam Cole. And me and Jesse looked at each other and we're like, I think we just topped the best match we've seen live. I know you've seen Gargano almost. <laughs> I don't think that'll ever change. But this one for me like hit on so many levels and uh, hats off to these two, proving like they are, they are the, the kings of this shit. So Kenny's having quite a year uh, this, this year. Can't wait to see the rematch at Wembley. There has to be. It yeah. has to be after It's watching. either there or Tokyo Dome, but I just think Wembley is going to be such a special show. I think it has to be. People are going to lose their And minds. you can get away with having that main event and maybe not doing the AEW title. Yeah, 
I agree. You can do the you can do a a six man or something fun with with MJF or whatever at Wembley and save it for Punk MJF at All Out or whatever they're doing. Um, this is strong enough to to head. This on. should be the main event of All In. Yeah, easily. Well, there's two more matches we can talk about. We got the six man tag: Sting, Darby Allen, and their best friend Tetsuya Naito. T-shirt Naito. T-shirt Naito and T-shirt Sting. Yeah. The ultimate dream team here. Taking Against team skins. <laughs> Jericho. Le Suzuki gods. Yeah. Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Murder Grandpa. I got that chant going last mm-hmm. night. I was proud of myself. Uh, this was pretty fun, too. They had a tough spot in between, sandwiched between the two like main event matches. But you know what? They still got some things going. They still got the crowd going. Jericho... In Toronto, got Judas over, and you know that gives him a, a bit of a kick there. And Sting comes out, crazy reaction. Naito, crazy reaction. People were still going for this match. Yeah. So I was happy that the crowd didn't necessarily like die. But they were. we were t- pretty tired out. Sting out. has this spot a lot, doesn't he? They're like yeah. just before the main kind of a come down, but also a bring you up again yeah. kind of match. Um, definitely felt the fatigue here. Uh but this match, it didn't matter. It was just fun, and no one really needed to pay too much attention to it in a good way. Like, I thought it was perfect placement of it. I mean, um, Sting and Jericho never touching before. Nope. So that was pretty cool. First time for them, uh, Sammy almost killing Sting. Sting was supposed to move. Sting went moved the wrong way. Right. I watched it back. I was Because we're watching it there. I'm like, oh, he just hit the 630 on Sting. You figure Sting was going to move out of the way, but I was like, oh, I guess he didn't. Okay. Rewatched it back. I was like, oh, Sting went the wrong way. He ate that. <laughs> but there was another moment where they like collided heads midair. Or something. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Um, but that is you saying you think he was meant to move because like the match then ends. And like I was like, wait. Sting went through a table 30 seconds ago and he just stood in the ring. Yeah. That, like this was maybe, maybe the least we've seen Sting work since being there. Yeah. And you know how you can tell? His face paint was immaculate after it. It was fine. Yeah. Like, at the normally it's too, like, yeah. like half off yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it was cool. Face paint actually. Yeah. That was a really, I can't like spook kind of spooky. Darby's is always on point. They got the, they must have the same person who does it for them. Like at these things. Cause it just, they look awesome together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that kid, uh, Steven, who was in the, in the match with Will Ospreay and Kenny that you can see on camera, who got the flag, he had Darby face paint. I love seeing kids do the, like, I love seeing kids get into this stuff. Like, kids dressed up as Orange Cassidy and yeah. Darby, man. Like, it reminds me, like, yeah, that's why we love this shit so much. But yeah, this match was like the... Who won this one? Sting. <laughs> sting. <laughs> yeah, Sting. Who, I don't even know what happened in that ending. Can't even remember. Uh, it was a... Uh... Watch it kind of came out of nowhere, didn't it? It was just... No. I remember going, just send it home, lads. We want the main. Yeah, and then it literally like, did. We've got to get to this party yeah. after. And then it was like a roll-up or something. Yeah. I think uh, Naito yeah. had. It was Naito <laughs> got the pin. Yeah, yeah, sure. Destino. Then it's the main event. It's the final countdown. It's the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, Kazuchika Okada, the Rainmaker. One-on-one dream match here in Toronto. And... The, the 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 rumors the rumblings that we are quite po- is there a chance that we get the final countdown by Europe and that's exactly what we got and we lost our minds so there was talk this week of like the a uh, bunch of Europe's albums have now been bought which yeah. like the the story has always been Europe just charges a, a lot ridiculous amount but then in the presser Tony Khan basically said it, it was even more expensive 
Uh, he's bought it as a one-off thing, but has bought it in a way that replays of this can still use the show, yeah, yeah. the song. Um, but it cost as much, or if not more, of a new wrestler's contract. <laughs> Just to play this one more yeah. time. That's a flex. And it was worth it. That was a flex, TK, and I I liked it immensely. I loved this scene. Brian Danielson coming out to Final Countdown in a giant crowd, people singing. Wow. You could tell he was... He was grinning ear to ear. Uh, what is this? Braided, braided Danielson here with the cornrows. Yeah. Road dog. The American road dog, Brian Danielson with the cornrows on top. With the, almost like a rat tail. He looked good. Looks good. Yeah. Looked I good. mean, it's, it's like, it's fighting. Yeah. Style, oh, right? yeah, yeah. Like tie it back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, he looked great. Yeah. Uh, final countdown. We are singing along. Crowd going loud. And then the coin flip. It's raining here in Toronto. Actually, the rain didn't hit till like the, today after the day after so we were supposed to have did rain it, all did weekend. i imagine that was there a crazy storm this morning there was today yeah okay but we we were supposed to have rain all weekend because okada was coming in but the rain didn't hit so until now the rainmaker gonna mm. gonna what, rain on brian danielson's dry desert uh so this dream match happening here i have wanted to see this match forever I, and i'm not alone all of us couldn't wait and i would say it also delivered because these two were killing the hell out of each other they were showing that both of them are like so equally skilled in so many different things like different tie-ups kind of getting like the best of each other's move sets on the other guy and and countering and back and forth and the uppercuts like danielson known for kicking the shit out of people but his uppercuts are serious and so is okada so when they just kept going back and forth inviting yeah like their chests were getting like lit up and I love Okada when he's like serious Okada, you know? I thought he was in that element here. And uh, Brian, when he came into AEW, what is it, like almost two years now he's been in AEW, he didn't. He's, he tried so hard to not do the yes stuff and not lean into mm. that. And he clearly was going to try to get over, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. It never fully got that chant until... This show, like, you know, the whole place doing it. And you can tell he went, fuck, finally, not been trying to get this over. So crowds in the future, take note because this guy, it works. I, I do find, uh, I, I, I definitely want to rewatch this match because yeah. I think I'm going to pick up on stuff that I didn't, uh, also it, like, you know, you're going almost 30 at the end of a long show after Kenny and yeah. Will. And this is very, completely different style from Kenny and Will, but it's a, a harder style to maybe grab you immediately. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that's very much an Okada style main event as well. Kind of the long drawn out opening and then gets going. Um, but I also find like Brian is one of my favorites. I find it hard to know what to chant now. Daniel Bryan is such an easy chant. Yes. is such an easy chant. It's like, Let's go dragon. Like, let's go Brian. It's, and I, I always, I felt that a lot when I've watched Brian Danielson matches yeah. since WWE. The crowd want to cheer and they're just a bit confused at what to. Um, so I, I thought the crowd was made, they were still hot, but like, obviously on is still a little bit of a come down onto yeah, this. Yeah. I wonder if you flip the two matches around. Uh, I feel Osprey Kenny's style would have been enough to like, keep it that yeah, energy yeah. going and i think this would have been served better in that spot yeah in the, in possibly the from top um but i like i definitely want to rewatch this one uh this uh this morning before our friend eric 
went on his way home. He said this morning he woke up while we were still sleeping and hungover. He rewatched it and he's he's like, oh, I loved it even more on the rewatch. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so I, I want to rewatch it today. And then there's the thing with Brian where is he injured or is so we've learned he's like well in the presser he said he assumes he fractured his arm from the elbow drop from Okada and will yeah. be out uh, like six to eight weeks. This is his estimate. He then wrestles like five, ten more minutes after that and finishes it. Yeah, um, what was with the se- He's like he was having a seizure or something. So I, th- uh, I believe he said it was to like buy time. Right. Because he realized something cracked. So it was like Oof. talking to the ref and Okada and was just biding time. But the thing is with Danielson, he's so incredible at selling. Yeah. That you never know. It's like, are you working me? Are you hurt? Are you hurt? Don't do this. Is he then doing the whole match with one arm? Yeah. You could tell, we could tell he was hurt. We could tell yeah, he was hurt for then, real. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You, he fakes this shit as well yeah, and yeah. does it brilliantly because he's the best in the world. Um, but yeah, and then tap out finish. I've never seen Okada tap. I don't this think. was nuts. It was that, awesome. Yeah, sorry. Like, I, I love me some Okada, but Danielson kicked out of the Rainmaker and locks in the LaBelle lock, but then turns it into, like, this bending of the arms. Like, for a guy whose shoulder is probably dislocated or broken or whatever, is bending now Okada's shoulders and arms backwards in crazy ways. And finally, Okada had had to tap, and it was shocking. So... Loved it. They went 27 minutes, 40 seconds, and like, holy shit. I think we could get a rematch with this. Yes. Danielson says, like, uh, next time he wants to break Okada's arm. Uh, <laughs> Okada tapping is obviously... I don't think I've ever seen him tap. No, me neither. I think the last time At I least saw him... not as the Rainmaker, you know. Or... Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen, like, Shinsuke maybe have made him tap. But, like, this uh, this is... Gives Okada calls because he's going to be embarrassed. He... Yeah, tapped out to like drag him. Just yeah. pin. He tapped out. So I think we'll get a rematch at some point. I this. genuinely think we're getting it this year. Probably like when as soon as this guy's healthy, you could do that at all in or Tokyo Dome. Yes, yes. Danielson Okada at WrestleMania. Like as Kingdom. a one-off, you can get like a G one is out the question for these guys. I think. Yeah, but you could get Danielson over there for. He's definitely going January over there. 4th. He's going over there. Don't book Seattle January fourth, Tony. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I definitely see that match happening. Because that doesn't need a title or anything. We going? To it. <laughs> we might need and to sit that one out. <laughs> and then probably, what, Sonata Naito? Yeah, true. That, that, that'd be fair. But yeah, uh, Danielson making Okada tap out while he had a broken or yeah. shoulder or it's whatever. So he's he's a machine. He's killer. This match delivered as a dream match. I was just in awe the whole time. Like. Uh, I've been to Ring of Honor, New Japan crossover shows at like, you know, indie venues and finally seeing someone like Okada and Naito and Tanahashi Ishii coming out to, fuck it, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega coming out in the Scotiabank ACC where I've been going to wrestling and concerts for years, finally seeing them on a huge platform, getting the recognition they deserve. And after delivering such a, a show and matches like this, like, they all like deserve to have this kind of praise because it was such a fantastic show. Danielson and Okada just went out and killed it. I think I, I think I might do something I don't usually do. And that's just like put on this whole show randomly this week, just to yeah. watch it fully back because I was uh, just in a, a fever dream watch. I was just like, Oh, this is, yeah, I want to rewatch the main and what rewatch that four way. Yeah. That Cause we already rewatched Kenny and yeah. Osprey last night. We had to. So just a fantastic show. Uh, match of the night. Kenny and Will, even though Brian and I, I'd say it goes Will and Kenny, the main, the four way, uh, 
fuck the elite match. Then Punk, I don't know. I just loved everything. Hey, maybe Willow versus Tony. We haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. We gotta rewatch it. Yeah, we gotta rewatch that back. But yeah, uh, what a what a show! Fantastic show. Definitely. Uh, let us know what you thought of it. Any uh, any thoughts on it? Let us know at Poison Rana Pod. Join our Facebook group too. Uh, in there. Poison Rana on Facebook. Like it. Find the group and join in for all the discussion and things that we do there. We'll let anyone into that group. And uh, we'd love to hear some thoughts on it um, because I I loved it. I got to go listen to John and Wade to hear what yeah. they thought about it as well. But just blew my mind and would highly recommend going to another one. AW, like as much as they, they missed on Collision for me, I was just like, ah, oh, that was a rampage. It definitely delivered on this one. I Like I said, wrestling's over. It's, it's over now. They're not topping this one, but I'm hoping it's Will Kenny three in Wembley. Like that's and we're going, so I'm fucking hyped for it. So yeah, bravo, TK. Yeah, knocked it out the park. Bravo. Yeah. Well, that's what we thought. I'm going on vocal rest for the rest of the day. (laughs) Uh, That's what we thought, everyone. I hope we didn't sound too bad here as we're surviving. I feel a little better now that I'm woken up. Uh, But we thank you for listening to us and spending your time here with us uh, as we talked about all of this. Follow us, like I said, at Poison Rana Pod, and check out all the other stuff that we do. We did take a break from Patreon this week just because of all the stuff coming in, all the friends coming over and doing stuff, but uh, we'll be putting up, maybe we'll put a feedback thread up for Vengeance 2006? Yes. We're doing, we're doing Vengeance 2006. I don't remember why, but fuck it. Uh, we're do- oh, you guys voted for it. They did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys voted for it. Vengeance 2006 review coming out this Wednesday. I feel like I can't watch wrestling. After I don't want to watch wrestling anymore. I'm done now. Right, we'll I told get you. show so. up somehow, some way yeah. this week. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to try to record that before we go to Hamilton to watch Dynamite yeah. on Thursday, Wednesday. So, oh. yeah, holy shit. Uh, so get in any feedback for that. Uh, and then the following week, we're going to be doing uh, Midsummer. Mm-hmm. With Chris Leone, who's picked that as a uh, world champ family member patron, he picked Midsummer the movie. So that'll be coming out in two weeks. But go check out our Patreon. It's how we keep the lights on here and create content. It's only five bucks to become a friend, which gives you access to all the shows. It gives you a whole month access of everything to come, but access to everything in that back catalog. Retro movie reviews, retro pay-per-view reviews, best match ever, all those fun things. Go check it out and uh, support the BDE. You can also give us a like or retweets, all those fun things, little reviews, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It goes a long, long way. And I myself, Brayden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. I'm at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Follow our socials because uh, we had our lovely friend Bry, Whiskey Bry, who was our photographer. Oh, yeah. Can't at Forbidden Poor. Yeah. And he said in a few days he's going to send over some shots. So awesome. once I get some of those, I'll be posting some stuff from our lovely weekend this weekend. And to anyone who was here nor there, if you were here in spirit, we love you for supporting everything that we do. And like I said, you guys make this work for us. You guys keep it going and make it uh, happening and we couldn't do it without you so thank you thank you thank you and we love you that's it that's all take care goodbye be safe and i'm gonna close the forbidden door ahoy (laughs) bruv